everything else is going to fade away, but our relationship with God is eternal. Believe that God has a plan for you. He wants to tell it to you and your life will go so much better than you realize if you just follow him. This is the Money Minister Podcast. I bet you thought I'd be a man. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan, and I'm a financial coach and minister in training. I firmly believe that Christians shouldn't have money worries. This podcast is about keeping money in its place as a tool and not allowing it to rule your life. Welcome back to the Money Minister. It's been a while. I decided to take a couple of months off that turned into quite a few months off. My family and I moved to California from Boston, Massachusetts, and we are back. I had to get a few other things set up before restarting this podcast, but we're starting in a new season, uh, not going through the Bible per se, but going through topically. Concerns about money, goal setting, careers, everything that you do with money in your life while you're trying to serve God, while you are trying to serve his kingdom first. So let's let's get back to it. Let's get back to the Money Minister, the podcast with this new episode called Serve Your God, Not Your Goals. A few days ago, this came to my mind because a few days ago, I was struck by the picture of how I was praying. I was actually over there on my futon with my knees on the ground, kneeling by my futon, my hands in prayer position. I was trying to pray. I was trying to get in tune with God. And that wasn't the bad part. That's not what struck me. What struck me is that my whiteboard was right in front of me. And that whiteboard is giant. It's a six foot by four foot whiteboard. It has all of my business goals and plans broken out monthly with long-term goals and short-term goals, prioritize all of that, you know, the whole shebang. And it was right in front of me while I was praying. If anyone were to come into the room, it would look like I was praying to my goals. Like I was praying only for my goals and myself and my business. Like I was worshiping my goals and not my God. I never ever want to be caught serving my goals above or instead of my God. Instead, I want God to create my goals. I want God to be in charge of my life. I want God to be the one who informs all those goals. Now he is the one for me. He's the one who informs my goals. And I have this daily, sometimes a minute by minute struggle with him. Ah, God, I really want to do this, not that. And he says, I have called you to your best calling. I have called you to be someone. I have called you to be a Christian coach out there in the world, to help Christians with their careers, to help Christians rise up to the grand calling, the calling of Jesus Christ, the great commission to make Jesus Christ known throughout the world. I have called you to that to heal Christians in their pursuit of money so that instead of pursuing money, they're pursuing me. I have called you to empower Christians in the corporate world so that they get into positions of leadership so people may see how I speak through my people and how I love my people and love them. I have called you to a higher calling than those measly little goals you have there. Okay. All right. I went on a diatribe. Sorry. I sleep soundly knowing that God's blessing follows his distinct call. 
Now we're not here to serve God's blessing and, and chase after God's blessing. We are here to do his calling, but he helps those he calls. So if you're a Christian, you know that keeping your relationship with God at the forefront in your mind is vital. It is vital. That means it creates your health. It fills your soul. It fills you with joy. It is vital for you to live. It causes you to live because God created us to be loved by him and to love him back. So now we've talked about goals. We've talked about why you're here. We're talking about all this stuff. And and I know it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day grind. It really is. If you're an Uber driver, if you are a delivery person, if you're working in a corporate office and you're swept up in politics, if you're working in a hospital and you're help keeping people alive, it is so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day grind and forget why we're here. We become so focused on our life goals, our financial goals, our careers that we forget to spend time with God and we forget why we're here to be loved by God and to love God. Let's go through three reasons why you should focus on serving God instead of your own goals. The first reason is that God knows what's best for you and he wants to give that to you. We think we know what's best for ourselves, don't we? We, we choose our breakfast in the morning and there's a reason behind it. Either it's good to eat, it tastes good, it fuels us, it gives us caffeine, whatever it is, we choose it because it, we think it's best for us for, for that moment in time. And to an extent, there's truth to that. We have a history. We know it's best for us. But think back at the last breakfast you had. Was that best for your health? Is that what really truly is keeping you healthy? Do you know the future? Do you know what you need? Do you know your full nutrition balance? Are you keeping yourself as healthy as possible? For most of us, the answer is no. It's no. It's a no. You know, with some people, we're, we're on fasting, you know, intermittent fasting. Some people are, we do all different crazy things with our diets because we don't know what's best for us. If we all knew what was best for us, we'd all be in the in picture perfect health, but we don't know. The truth is that only God knows what the future holds and all the tiny little details of everything that will happen and everything that is happening. He knows what obstacles we'll face and how to help us overcome them. He knows what is best for us. And when we put our trust in him, he will guide us down the path that's best for us. He will. That includes setting our goals. Yes, we're doers. We like to get things done. The Home Depot has the slogan, where doers get things done, right? We are doers. We like to do things. Most people are. We do things. We have goals. Let God set your goals with you and he'll guide you to them while filling you with joy. It'll be so much fun, guys. It'll be fun. Number two, serving God will help you reach your goals because they're God's goals. Okay, this may seem counterintuitive, maybe a little circular, but serving God is actually the best way to achieve your goals. When we try to go after our goals without God's guidance, we often go down the wrong path. We just do. We go down the wrong path. But when we seek his will first, he will help us do the things we never thought possible. 
Our goals are so small because we can only see our world. We only see what's around us. God sees everything and and calls you to a bigger picture, a bigger kingdom. Think of King David and King Saul. David was the shepherd boy and Saul was from the smallest tribe in Israel. Saul was appointed the first king of Israel from the smallest tribe and he didn't ask God for guidance in his goal setting or in each step along the way while he was king. He only sought God when he was in trouble or when someone pressured him to seek God's guidance. When he had a prophet or someone come to him and say, you really should ask God about that. Then he went and asked God about that because he was relying on himself and his own wisdom. He thought, hey, God ordained me, so I'm going to make all the decisions. That attitude built this pride in King Saul And ultimately, it caused God to leave him and it caused God to take away the blessing of kingship and the blessing of actually his life. King David, on the other hand, he was a shepherd boy. He didn't have grand ambitions. He saw the world in front of him. He was the youngest son of his father, Jesse, and the youngest son of like seven or eight, right? He didn't have much and he didn't have these great ambitions. What he had was God and and this joy of the Lord. God ordained David because he saw his heart. David was seeking after God and relying on God when he was a shepherd to keep away the lions and the bears from the sheep. Well, after God ordained him, King David asked God for guidance in his goal setting and in every step along the way. Because of that, because of his heart of putting God first and asking God what to do, God blessed him and kept him safe. God also called him a man after God's own heart. That was his label. He was a man after God's own heart. I would love to be called that, wouldn't you? I would love, I yearn for that, don't you? Be a David, not a Saul. Point number three, your relationship with God is more important than anything else. At the end of our lives, our relationship with God is all that will matter. That's it, guys. That is all that will matter because we are here for an eternity. We will be with God for an eternity. Our lives are just a blip. Everything else, our careers, our possessions, our accomplishments, everything else is going to fade away. But our relationship with God is eternal. So make sure you're spending time cultivating that relationship every day, like King David. Now, I I do want to say it's not wrong to have goals or want to achieve things, but our motives, our motivation needs to be in the right place. When we make our goals our number one priority, it shows that we don't really trust God to set our goals or trust God to provide for us or and lead us in the right direction. We need to trust God and be in alignment with God. We need to remember that God is in control of everything. He knows everything. He's all powerful. He knows what's best for us. And he has a plan for your life. Proverbs 16, 9 says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. The Lord establishes his steps. Your heart and my heart is designed to want to plan our own ways. That is the human condition. This verse is a reminder that we need to seek God's will for our lives, that your default is to plan your way. And we are called to something higher. We're called to let God plan our way, to submit to God, to 
acknowledge that God's plans are better than ours, to seek it and to hear it and then do it and not to force our own way. When we trust in God and follow his leading, he will take us to places far beyond anything we could ever imagine on our own. He really will. So if you find yourself getting caught up in your goals, in your goals, take a step back and ask yourself why you're pursuing them. Are those from God or are they from you? Ask him. Seek, that means ask. Ask, listen, and then do. Don't try to force life to go the way you want it to go. Believe that God has a plan for you. He wants to tell it to you and your life will go so much better than you realize if you just follow him. Okay, guys, I know that was a little bit less about money, but goal setting is important and money goal setting is super important too. God wants to give you guidance in every aspect of your life, your financial life, your career life. And I'm here to tell you, if you're struggling with serving God, or setting goals with God, giving to God's kingdom, I do want to help you. That's what God put me here for. So if you go to saverstreet.com, you can book, and there's a book online section, you can book a free coaching session with me. God has given me the mission to help Christians with their finances, with their career, with serving God. And I am so happy to do it. I really am. I'm so happy to do it. That is why I'm here. So go ahead to saverstreet.com. Book that session. It's free. Yes, you'll have to become a member of the website. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't sell your information. It's just a way for me to make sure that everyone gets one and not 10. So go ahead and, and book the free session. And I would be so happy to meet you. All right. Until the next one, I'm so happy to be back. And if you haven't listened yet, I have a sister podcast that I do called Management Material. It helps people go from individual contributor to manager to become a leader people want to follow. So go ahead and listen to that. It's super fun. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.